When I was a little girl, browsing through magazine catalogs was my favorite hobby, and over time, innocent things like wanting to catch up on the latest trends and patterns turned into thoughts like, her arms are skinnier, and I wish I had her hair. So as time passed, I wrestled to find my identity while also keeping my faith at the center. So this week, we're going through the motions of finding your identity through Jesus. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to The Real Life Girl. I'm your host, Bianca, and happy February. It's a brand new month, and when a new month starts, I like to do a reset mentally, physically, like in my house, and I guess preparing myself and setting the tone for the new month if I want to change things, if I want to incorporate new habits into my routine or take some out. And so when February was right around the corner, I made a list of thinking, what do I want to change and what do I want to keep or do different? And over the last two weeks, oddly enough, the word identity just came to mind and I really started thinking about who I was in Jesus and just the worldly pressure. I believe that there is an immense amount of pressure to define yourself, to think of a label for yourself and really figure out who you want to be at such a young age. And I remember that destroying me as a kid when I first was a teenager and even now that I'm about to be 18. So it was just a lot to take in all at once. And I remembered a time where finding my identity just wasn't so easy. I would hear from mentors, from therapists and counselors, you know, just look to God for your identity. And that was the hardest thing because I'm like, okay, I'm looking to him. I just don't know where to start. So what better way to kick off February by finding your identity in Jesus, talking about how to do that, and really speaking to the girl who's struggling to see Jesus through her brokenness. One thing I tell my younger self is that you are one of a kind. And to talk a little bit on that, being myself had always been hard, and I never remember a time when it wasn't hard. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, or if you followed me on social media or know me personally, you may have gathered an idea of who I am as a person, but to give an interview, I love official things. I love when things are on paper and they're organized, and I find deep comfort in that. I also love a certain style and wardrobe and specific hobbies. For most of my childhood, I fell into immense peer pressure to like and associate with certain things and to go out a lot and be a certain way, and this over time crushed my self-esteem, and the confidence that I had in myself. So fast forward to now, I've read God's word front to back twice in a matter of three years, which is like, that is a huge accomplishment. Like, I mean, I never thought I'd be able to say I've read each page of the Bible. And with that knowledge, I've collected a lot of good truths that I love keeping in my back pocket for identity, for crisis, for trusting God, for anxiety, for really going through the deepest pitfalls of your faith. And strangely enough, I've found that the more I spend time with God and pray over myself and others and I put on God's character daily, the more at peace I feel. And even now, I've become very intentional with who I follow on Instagram and TikTok, all because I know that following someone I compare myself to is not good for me mentally. A really great truth that I've kept with me for the last few months is that you will not be liked by everyone. And I've always tried to fit my head around this. You know, I've been in friendships and 
been in situations where it's just women tearing women down. Fast forward to now, I don't really, well, I'm a huge family girl. So I feel that a lot of my family is like my best friends, like my cousins or even my sister, my mom. Like those are just people that I'm like, okay, you guys also classify as friends. And so as far as friends aside from family, I probably have like three to maybe six friends. I was definitely that girl who really thought that everyone had to be on a best friend level and that you had to tell everyone everything about you and confide in everyone in order to keep things balanced. So today I want to encourage you to pay attention to those quirks that you have and the funny things that you do and those values that you hold close to your heart and embrace that. And for me, I was so worried that not everyone would understand who I was. And now that I am redeemed, refined and redefined by the blood of Jesus Christ, I will not stop being who I am just because some girl or some guy or person is bothered by that. And I want to also encourage you to walk in that truth. I think we've done an awesome job with realizing that God is not just a wonderful God, but also a God that has a character. And with that, one of my favorite books of the Bible, Proverbs, does an awesome job of showing the fruits of the spirit that I want to unpack in this episode. I don't know all of them by heart, which probably says something, but I know some of them are like kindness, patience, meekness, um, maybe like honesty. I don't know. I, I This is so bad. I have to Google them. But ultimately, like really, as I mentioned in the book of Proverbs, which is in the Old Testament and is essentially a how-to guide on how to be a bold Christian woman. This is a book in the Bible I wish I would have read with when I was getting into a really stable, really consistent quiet time routine just because it's so, so guiding and really gives a good structure on how to walk boldly with Jesus. And it's so funny, as a few months ago, I really wrestled with finding who I was through God and thriving off of that. And almost as my last resort, I looked through scripture and as I absorbed God's word more intentionally by reading it every day with full attention, daily prayer and seeking guidance, oddly enough, I felt more satisfied. I didn't really feel the big pressure of needing to find myself or having the latest clothes and keeping up with worldly things. And just being so for real, I have felt very distant from God this last month. And I know it's it's not him. I know it's my fault. Like it's so easy to get caught up in daily life. And so even now that I'm going through this mindset of not really knowing who I am, I can really trust that God is guiding me. Ultimately, I'm going through this season for a purpose and that purpose does serve an ultimate you know, tribute to my faith and my faith walk and I know will ultimately make me stronger. So my encouragement to the girl listening to this episode who is maybe struggling to see God through her brokenness or maybe just a really difficult season in life is to really find community. Like I said, there's so much pressure in needing to find ourselves and needing to define ourselves and label ourselves and know who we are and to stick with that. And really, God has never asked you to do that. Instead, God has asked you to look to him to define you. And you know, the Lord says, seek me and you will find me. I think that's Jeremiah 29, 14. I don't know, do not quote me on that. But you know, there's so much scripture that backs this up. And finding community, whether that is me, and I always make it a point to say that you can email us. Our address is contact at the real life girl, and that's also in the show notes. And we will pray over you and give you resources and ultimately go about things together. 
we've had some awesome people who have read the blog who have you know listened to the podcast and have reached out to us and it's just been such a great source of community just to let others know hey we are here to support you and you know any prayer requests that you have any just anything that you need resources with even when it comes to the nitty-gritty stuff and i know being honest about struggles and what you're wrestling and battling with is you know it's very intimidating and it does make you vulnerable but i think that's one of the greatest tributes of community is that you know you're able to go about more things together very transparently a second way of finding community is finding that in church by volunteering and you know finding those opportunities to gather with godly community and to start to seek guidance and wisdom on everyday life i mean i know that this has been so so helpful um in my old church you know i i didn't leave for specific reasons i i really i have nothing bad to say i just really felt led away to it but during my time there i mean there was just so so much community i mean you know the pastor and his wife they were so so good and you know just making it a point to like send me you know personalized texts and invitations and being like hey like come to this we really want you here and you know ultimately it really did feel like a family and um even if that's not your church situation right now make it a point to find a church that does feel like a family um you know and and more importantly um really just talking about god in such a godly way and you know being biblically sound and you know, just really being a good source of foundation for your faith. Or finding a community that can be a group of Holy Spirit-filled women who are able to be truthful, honest, but also loving and encouraging throughout your walk with Christ. And for me, having all three of those support systems, I mean, really, I can't express how helpful those have been through some of my darkest times, you know, and and having supporting friends pray for me and seeing my favorite friends at church and also surrounding myself with godly women who really love, encourage, and lift me up, but who are also not afraid to be honest with me and have really taken me through the toughest seasons. That's also another important thing is having friends who are not afraid to be honest with you. And, you know, I know that sugarcoating situations is so much more easier but I mean, there have been the roughest seasons that I've gone through where I know I'm not doing what I need to in order to satisfy my soul and to feed my faith. And I mean, there were, you know, I would go to girlfriends or I would go to mentors and I would just have people be like, you know, like you're, you're fine. Like it's not really a big deal. And, um, you know, most of the time it is a big deal. And so having, um, mentors, having, you know, people who are giving you guidance, even if it's just your friends, your family, your mom, like that is so important. Just having people who are willing to have, you know, the tough talks with you and really be honest. That is really, it makes such a pivotal point in your faith. And not just looking for friends who are going to be brutally honest and transparent with you, but also looking for girlfriends who are going to be loving and who are going to encourage you and support you, um, you know, on the daily. And it's, you know, I I think that when you're a kid, you have these unrealistic expectations of friendships of we need to do everything together and you know they need to support me in everything or whatever it is and as you get older the dynamic really does change and so that's why I make it such a point to emphasize like looking for these certain kinds of friends and also don't be afraid to look for the fruits of the spirit in your friends as well I mean if you're around girlfriends who are constantly picking themselves apart in the mirror or you know they're spreading gossip there's always drama I mean those are you know big deals in friendships as well and if you don't think that they're going to impact you I mean I you're really mistakenly how do i say it you're you're wrong because you it, it really is 
Um, and so, you know, looking for those friends, whether that is here at The Real Life Girl, um, whether that's in church, your daily life, like that is so important because that really does contribute and add to the person that you are in Jesus. So as we conclude this episode, I just want you to know that we are praying for you. And if that there is any specific thing that you need prayer over or want resources, you can always send us an email contact at the real life girl. That's also in the show notes, just because God has called us to unite with our community. And we are so happy to hear from you and have the ability to guide you through whichever season you're walking through. Okay, girl, I really enjoyed chatting with you today and I will see you in the next episode.